Point out the colors in you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. But you don't? Well, that's what we're going to focus on today, along with a new segment we're calling a completely unrelated distraction of the day where I will share with you fun, strange, inspirational, and oftentimes totally unbelievable news from around the world. And wait till you hear today's. I've been crying ever since I found it. It came over the wire seven hours ago. But it's what a pizza delivery guy did for someone on hospice. Now, I'm going daily, people. This is happening. This is my first one of the daily Monday through Friday podcast for Smalley Marriage Radio. So let me know you care by subscribing to my podcast and leaving a five-star review. It helps the show get noticed. So subscribe, review today. It only takes a matter of seconds, people. I'm putting a ton of work into these shows, and it is awesome when I get to see your reviews and when you subscribe. We get found even easier. All right, so here's the deal. You know, I've, I've actually hired, I am paying someone only a tiny little bit of money, but I still get emails from everybody. I miss Seth, too. Seth was amazing. But he couldn't do it for free. And that's completely understandable. Which is another reason to subscribe and review. Because maybe the show can start earning enough money to bring Seth back. But in the meantime, I have a brand new producer who's only 20 years old. Gentlemen, she's unbelievable. She's brilliant. And she's single. But watch yourself because she's a firecracker. It is my own daughter. Reagan Elizabeth Smalley, who is in her final year at Biola, and we were hanging out the last 10 days together in California and started collaborating on this daily idea, and she has blown my mind. So she is now helping as a producer, a young producer, writing the teasers for the show, writing the advertisements, helping with show content. She is even developing an entire five-episode series on Job, my own daughter. It is beyond exciting for me. But now she's helping me get organized to help you, the podcast listener, benefit from these shows. So I'm going to introduce you today to something very new, something I've never done on this podcast before. I'm going to offer you an exclusive deal, 
That's right, friends. Today and today only, you can purchase one of our brand new books. It's not just one. It is. We have redone Reignite Your Marriage in Two Days. We've transformed it. We're rebranding it. And we're calling it Pursue Oneness. Pursue Oneness. Here's how it's gotten better, though. It's gotten better because we have added this new vision for what we do, and that is marriage ministry should not be about making healthy couples. This show is no longer about helping couples have healthier marriages. I know that sounds weird, counterproductive, but I realized something with the help of my brother-in-law, Roger Gibson, who is a marriage pastor in Fort Worth, Texas at Fellowship of the Parks. But the point of helping couples with their marriage should be to make disciples of Christ. So that's where we're headed, folks. Don't worry, you're still going to get the same weirdo. However, I do have a massive goal, and that is everyone listening eventually, as God calls you, gets to know Jesus in an intimate way, and obeys him. So, the reason we've redone Reignite Your Marriage in two days is because we needed to add a bunch of stuff on how you can pursue God together. So it's, it's really exciting. It's called Pursue Oneness. You can get it today and another one for free if you go to smalleyinstitute.com. There, go to the store and make sure you enter the promo code PURSUE at checkout to take advantage of this amazing deal. You don't want to miss out. This is a cool thing. Okay, so on to the show. I talked kind of on the intro, the dark secret of social media. Amy Morin of psychologytoday.com wrote, throughout the last couple of decades, our ability to connect with people around the globe has exploded. Initially, the internet allowed us to chat, join news groups, or email anyone in the world. The invention of cell phones allowed us to talk to people when we were away from our desks and outside of our homes. Then, social networks allowed us to connect with our neighbors, childhood pals, college buddies, and coworkers with a click of a button. Finally, smartphones made it easier than ever to connect with anyone we wanted around the clock. So you think we'd be feeling good about our social lives, right? I mean, after all, never in the history of the universe has communicating with people been so simple and accessible. Here's the problem. This is what research is showing. Our relationships have grown more superficial. So really, all of this connecting that we're doing on social media, the big dark secret, it's really just a facade. We're, our relationships are becoming more, more shallow because of social media. And that would be my phone going off if you, if you heard that. I apologize. forgot to put it on do not disturb. So our relationships are becoming more superficial. They're shallower. Screen time, they have found, interferes with our ability to read social cues. 
right? So Amy Morin goes on to say, it's likely that screen time takes a toll on adults' social intelligence. After all, communicating with emojis is much different than communicating face-to-face. And folks, being able to understand social things, and I'm not an anti-digital guy. I'm not an anti-social media guy. I mean, the reality is we get stuff and we got to deal with it. But this is, you know, this is the pushback, I guess. That's why I want to do a whole show on it, is you, you need to understand that social media can be a good thing. But if you allow it to dominate or take over, it'll start becoming a negative impact. It'll have a negative impact on your most important relationships. Because social media, another issue is it's, it's the emphasis is on the quantity of relationships, not necessarily the quality. I so get hung up on that. You know, I post something, a picture on Instagram or something on Facebook, and I'm like, ugh, I only got, you know, X amount of likes. Ow, that's not healthy. It's not, Amy Morin says, it's not the quantity of relationships that matter. It's the quality. Having five real friends is better for your mental health than having 500 social media connections. Hey, I, you know, I talk all the time on this show that you need community. And you need to start making it a priority to develop real friendships. Ones where you're able to be encouraged and supported and where you're able to support and encourage. It's those kinds of friendships that that are going to help you during the hard times, the tough times. Another reason social media has become, you know, the darker side is smartphone addiction, right? That smartphone addiction interferes with face-to-face interactions. The article Amy wrote, studies show people check their phones on average between 35 and 74 times per day. Younger people are more likely to check their phones even more often. What? So what happens? You're in a, and how many of you have been there? You're with someone, it could be your spouse, your kid, a friend, you're trying to have a nice meal, and they're constantly picking up their phone. They're constantly checking their phone. It beeps, it jingles, it vibrates, and that interaction or that break in a conversation hurts the relationship. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. You could be as high as 74 times a day. In essence, we just need to, we need to recognize what's valuable about social media, and then where can I get out of balance? Life's about balance. And I think one of the easier ways to solve this is to be honest, be open with each other, but be kind. So the conversation you want to have with your spouse or your kids or your close friend or family member is if it's causing a problem, if buttons are being pushed, if you're feeling ignored or rejected, then you need to go, hey, can we talk about this? 
I know it's cool. I know it's important to you. But, you know, what's a win-win we could land on when we're together? You know, do we need to just put our phones on do not disturb for an hour? That's what I've had a lot of people do is, hey, that way you don't even feel like you're missing anything. And you don't feel like you're screening, like you're looking at the person's name going, should I take this call or not? You don't even have to deal with that. You put it on Do Not Disturb, and you put them away. 30 minutes, an hour, during the dinner, whatever. Whatever works for the two of you, but you need to have that conversation. Because the dark side of social media, ultimately, is it's creating more loneliness. People are feeling more lonely today than ever before, even with all this social media stuff. So the conversation is important. And if you want to combat loneliness, so if you're listening today and you're feeling lonely and you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling like, I don't really have any intimate relationships, here's four things you can do about it. One, you need to admit you're feeling lonely. So are you even aware or are you just suffering from the consequences of loneliness? You need to admit, all change starts with admission. So that's number one. Number two, don't fear being rejected because you can't know until you ask. What I mean is sometimes you avoid important conversations like, hey, I'd like to start a small group with you. Hey, I'd like to, you know, you, you resist putting yourself out there with people that are important to you or, or maybe new people that you think, hey, this could be a good, healthy friendship. And you're freaked out because your fear is that you're going to get rejected. But here's the, it's worth the risk. Loneliness is miserable. Number three, invite someone to coffee. Yeah. Just invite them to coffee. Be friendly. Pay for the coffee. Studies show, this is crazy. Studies even show this actually might lead to a longer life, inviting someone to coffee. That's, that is something that is worth making a risk or taking a risk. And then number four is being intentional about pursuing relationships. You got to be intentional. That is my word of the year. It might be the word for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm realizing the older I get and the longer I do this thing, it comes down to intentionality. Am I going for it? Am I trying? Am I pursuing it? That's why the, the rebranding of the book is Pursue Oneness. Am I pursuing a friendship? Am I pursuing God? Am I pursuing my wife, my husband, my children? Am I, do I have a no-quit attitude? So be intentional about pursuing relationships because relationships matter. The, it's the most important thing. Love God and love others. Oh, I feel overly passionate about this subject. <clears throat> Excuse me. So social media may fool you into thinking 
that you have no community, that your friends and family live happy, problem-free lives, you may even feel as though you shouldn't burden them with your friendship and problems because you would mess up their perfect, happy lives. My friends, this is nothing but a total outrageous lie from the enemy designed to keep you isolated from the community of God. The evil one wants to trap you within your thoughts and convince you that no one cares about you. The best way to combat this kind of attack is to get out of your own head. You must reach out to your community and ask them for help. Recognize that you can't live in this life in shallow, superficial relationships. I encourage those of you who are experiencing loneliness to be intentional about your healing, your relationships with others, and most importantly, your relationship with Jesus. It is by strengthening this relationship with Christ that you will find a community willing to love you with open arms. Now, for my new segment, a completely unrelated distraction of the day. And I can't believe this first episode that I'm doing of this new daily format, my voice. Sorry, I did that one right in the microphone. Is just dying. But I'm going for it. So I kind of teased at the beginning, you won't believe what this pizza delivery guy did. So here's the story. It's from CNN. It was just seven hours ago. So when Julie Morgan and her husband, Rich, lived in Battle Creek, Michigan, they would stop by Steve's Pizza for dinner every payday. Of course, that was 25 years ago. So to celebrate her birthday this year, the couple, who now live in Indianapolis, wanted to take a trip to their favorite pizza place. Instead of that trip, folks, they ended up in the ER, where Rich Morgan her husband, was told his cancer had worsened and that he had weeks, maybe even days to live. So he was put on hospice care. Oh, Steve's Pizza doesn't deliver. But when a manager at the store heard the couple's story, he decided to take two pies to them himself, even though they were 225 miles away. That man, last name is Dalkey. Nope, that is not even accurate. It's Schaefer. But the person who called Steve's Pizza is Dalkey. And so he finds out, because Schaefer calls him, he's like, hey, what kind of pies do they like? And he's like, I think it's pepperoni and mushroom. He goes, I'll be there. He goes, what do you mean you're going to be there? So Dalkey literally kept the lights on and waited until 2 a.m. when Schaefer pulled into their driveway. Schaefer handed Dalkey the two pizzas and got ready to drive back to Michigan, another three-and-a-half-hour drive. A quote from Dalkey said, I told him to come in, have something to eat, drink. I asked if he wanted me to put him up for the night. But he said, I've got to get up because I've got to go to work the next day. Are you kidding me? 
This is the kind of people we need in the world. And this manager at Steve's Pizza, Schaefer, he wouldn't take any money. He just turned around, drove back home, completing a 450-mile, seven-hour journey. His remarkable act a week ago has inspired people everywhere since Julie Morgan posted about it on Facebook. Dalkey, who I think is Julie's father, so her father said, we need more Daltons. There's so much goodness in people, and there are people in this world that will stretch out and care and not think twice about it, he said. We're going through grief, but by golly, there's something good that's happening. And that's the message Schaefer hopes to spread with this act of kindness. He goes on, I've already gotten a ton of phone calls from people saying they were inspired in the future to help other people and to be able to do things like that. To me, that right there is what I want, he said. I just want people to think about the family and pray for them. And there's an update to this story. So at 519 Eastern Standard Time, I believe yesterday, nope, on Saturday, Rich Morgan died after a two-year battle with cancer. And according to his wife, Julie Morgan, she wrote, he fought so hard and dealt with, with his illness with incredible grace, courage, and humor. He was a man of faith and integrity who was always driven to do the right thing. There are no words to express how deeply we loved and admired him and how much he loved us in return. Thank you so much for the outpouring of prayers and support. Oh, that is the first segment, people, of a completely unrelated distraction of the day. I will end with this. Don't forget, and thank you so much for listening today, but don't forget to go to smalleyinstitute.com and take advantage of our deal exclusive to those of you who listen to the show. Today and today only, you can purchase our brand new book, Pursue Oneness, and get another copy for free at checkout. Just use the promo code PURSUE to take advantage of this amazing offer. Honestly, my producer has subtly hinted that this is probably too generous, but hey, again, just head on over to Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. It's maybe the night that my dreams might 
Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.